guys. Hi, Hi. everyone. So uh, we have some new changes coming. We just want to jump on here quick before we get into our new seasons of Let's Talk OC and Three Gossip Girls. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is Ingrid. And I just wanted to jump in very quickly and just announce that I will be kind of stepping back a little bit from both uh, Goss- Three Gossip Girls and Let's Talk OC. I'm taking a little bit of a break. Uh, just personal stuff. Nothing um, crazy or, you know, out there. But uh, we just wanted to jump on here and just give you guys a heads up so you don't uh, feel blindsided mm-hmm. that all of a sudden these two shows have just uh, Liz and Michelle. <laughs> and, and I'm just not there all of a sudden. So I'm just taking a step back just for a little while and I'm still going to be part of the network. I'm you're still going to see me around. You're still going to hear my voice just taking a step back from these two shows. And there's going to be some fun changes. You guys are going to be very excited and you're going to enjoy them. So Definitely. You know, we didn't want to kind of take you by surprise. I will be know. I will be manning Tree Hill Talk again. Um we will be reviving that because of the event coming up in February. So we are going to be putting some content out for you guys there very soon. So I'm going to start working on some goodies over there for you guys. So be on the lookout, Tree Hill Talk. You can check out the social media and be on the lookout for the podcast episodes. And if there's something you would love to hear with One Tree Hill that maybe we never even talked about or did, definitely reach out. You can uh, reach me on any of the Tree Hill Talk social media. That's pretty much going to be my hub and I'll be on Patreon. I'm still going to be doing River Pod. You'll hear me there. And yeah, so, you know, just hop it on here just to give you guys a heads up. We Still appreciate it. We do. Anytime. Yeah. Because we felt like you guys are our family and we always want to be open and honest mm-hmm. and tell you guys what's going on. We, all three of us, love each other. Yes. Oh my gosh. Not to yeah, fret. There's nothing going on here. Nothing no. suspicious. Yeah. Nothing suspect. Um, <laughs> just, we wanted just to tell you guys first. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because once you play the episode, you're going to be like, wait, wait, but, something's wrong. Something's different. Something is what's changed. happening. Wait, we're missing. Wait, wait what? Yeah. So, yeah, so there's nothing wrong, nothing bad is happening. I just need to take a little step back, deal with some stuff, and then, you know, I'll be around. And then we'll see. It's all good. It's all good. You are about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Unlike the rest of us, sex, lies, and scandal never take a vacation. Instead, they take the Long Island Expressway and head east to the Hamptons. Some would say summer is their busiest season. Think Park Avenue, but with tennis whites and Bain de Soleil. The players change, but the game remains the same. What is up, guys? Welcome back. We are starting season two of Gossip Girl. We are three Gossip Girls. I am Liz. I'm Michelle. And tonight we watched Summer Kind of Wonderful. It aired on September 1st of 2008, directed by J. Miller Tobin and written by Joshua Safran. The summary for this episode, Mm -hmm. the summary is a long one, so bear with me. (laughs) As summer draws to a close in the Hamptons, Serena and Nate have have everyone fooled into thinking they were a couple to cover up the fact that Nate has been hooking up with an older woman. Blair returns from abroad with a hot guy on her arm, making Chuck very jealous and questioning his decision to leave Blair stranded at the airport. 
Dan has spent the summer assisting a famous author and clearly still has one certain girl on his mind, which results in giving him, which results in him going after her. While interning for Eleanor Waldorf's company, Jenny sneaks a coveted invite to the Hamptons White Party, of which Eric Eric Andrew sorry guys, <laughs> it's a long one. We got Eric it. Eric introduces her to socialite Tinsley Mortimer. So that's the summary. Uh, for this week, it's in the Hamptons. We're summer vibes, I love and it. Michelle and I decided we were gonna do some fun segments um, this time around. So. I have made a cocktail or a mocktail. Tonight's a mocktail. And the segment's called A Glass Full of Gossip. Ting. Uh, right? We, we should do that. Like, yeah. add the ting yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, tonight, I made the white drink. <gasps> now, I sort of got inspiration from Starbucks. They have a white drink. Like, they have a pink drink and they have a purple drink or whatever. Hey, what is in their white drink? Their white drink is their um, white uh, citrus tea okay, with half and half. So I did Trader Joe's white peach ginger tea with coconut milk. I actually added in there those true orange packets just to get like a little bit of more of a citrus flavor and uh, stevia. It's delicious. And a lemon zest to garnish. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's delicious. Yay. I'm so glad you like it. It's heavy. I was like holding it over here. I'm like, wow, this is a heavy drink with ice, of course, because it's summer. Yes. Summer yeah. vibes. Liz presented this beautiful drink to you me. You guys will see the picture on Instagram. And I am drinking it and tasting it. And she's like, I'm not going to tell you until we go on air. And so I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm yes. drinking, but and it's so delicious. I picked the white drink for the white party. But also, what a great drink to make for parties and thank for, you. I mean, the fact there's no alcohol in it. No, and it just it. tastes kind of like tea with milk. It's so but good with a little hint of citrus. So if you guys <gasps> like tea, like Michelle loves tea, and maybe Sorry, if you want to do this hot, you could do it hot <gasps> and put coconut milk, or you can put half and half, or you don't have to do any milk at all. Um, you know, we like to keep it some mostly dairy free on this podcast, yeah, but <laughs> you know, you guys do what you do, you. So let's jump into the episode. Michelle and I felt like we may not have taken the best notes to kind of go off of scene by scene, Yeah, but we're, de- we're definitely going to get the gist not to worry. We won't forget anything, but we're going to make it an open conversation. Yeah. And you know, coming off of where we left off. I felt like just to, you know, I loved the season, the series premiere. Mm-hmm. I loved that episode. Yeah, it was a great pilot. 1-1. One, one. I felt the finale did a really good job. Yeah. And so I I don't know what I expected to come into season two because, you know, I've had comments and yeah, I mean, I love this show. We have to remember, I do love this show. It's just sometimes it makes gives me the giggles. Yeah, I, guys, it, it, this show is from 2007. It, we're now in 2019, approaching 2020. And a lot of things, you know, they either age well or they don't. And some of the parts, it's a little, it's corny. But hey, we're not saying we don't love it. It's still great, right? And so, so I have to say, this episode was so good. I loved this episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. You hear my eyes? I know. If you hear, <laughs> that's what it is, misophonia. It's friends. Su- right. It's such a heavy glass, so I filled it like to the brim. Um. So initially. It's we're in the Hamptons. It's summer. Everyone you see kind of their summer vacation, what they're doing. We're at the tail end right before school is going to start. Yes. And Nate has a little friend. 
And they trick you. <laughs> they trick you because I predicted that he would be hooking up with Serena. Just right. as we left I off. I think everyone could assume that, right? Right. And so that close-up car scene where he's having this hot makeout session with this blonde. Yep. And I'm like, oh, my God, here it is. It's confirmed. And I said, this is this is actually happening. And Liz is like, well, you know one of the people in this yeah, scene. Yeah, she's oh, like, right. do I know her? I was like, well, you know her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not from this show, but you know yeah. her from other things, of course. Um, yeah, so he is having an affair with an older woman. Then you later find out she's a married woman. But, um, yeah, they kind of use this as a way for them to keep it hush-hush. But on the outside, to everyone and to Gossip Girl, him and Serena are, ha- are dating. Yeah, so they must they set up this pact. Right. Like, I need, to, you know, I'm going to hook up with someone, but it has to be hush-hush, so can you help me out? The cats are meowing. <laughs> what else? They have Wouldn't a be lot in a take to three say about, about it. this episode, yeah. Yeah, so while that's happening, then you see you pan to Chuck on the beach with his three ladies, and he says something like, I like my odds, and whatever, some Do we, nasty thing. I don't remember if they said where he met these ladies. Mm, couldn't couldn't recall. Okay. I think he probably just met them on the beach. And they're topless. They're topless. They weren't originally topless, but then they decided, eh, let's... Yeah. He's like, oh, geometry or something. Ah. <laughs> that makes no sense, but okay. <laughs> So he's, you know, having a good time as much as he possibly can, then gets a text. Blair is actually on her way back, and she's going to get on the jetty soon. So that, like, shook him to the core because mm-hmm. he hasn't had to think about her in, like, about three months. And now it's like, oh, reality is coming, and now we have to see each other. And that's, like, when you have an ex or someone you're, like, trying to get over, you're like, oh, my God, that's the worst feeling in the entire world to know that you could be in really close quarters with them really soon but he gets the idea in his mind that like he's gonna patch things up where he thought that was gonna be a good idea I don't know (laughs) I know he does his hair and wears a nice outfit and he's gonna bring flowers and while all this is going on Serena apparently has been solo all she's been doing nothing she's been like reading in her room yeah I mean she has been seeing the lifeguard I think she just thinks, thought he was cute, but I, nothing ever came about it. But then yeah. later on, you see, I guess to kind of get over Dan, she uses him. Okay. Yeah, but we are we see her, as they say, on Cooper's Beach. She is on Cooper's so, Beach. Which is funny to us because, as you guys know, we live on Long Island. Exactly. So We know the Hamptons. My sister worked <laughs> Cooper's Beach for a summer when she was in high school. It's cool. With Val, actually. Yeah, it's nice yeah. for them, you know, to save, to do, like, the safe face and yeah 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 nice for us because we know those places um yeah but so she's just chilling by herself yeah the whole summer pretty much um and then we pan to dan yeah padgy boy padgy boy <laughs> not okay so the first scene that we see is padge in a bookstore and i'm like oh my god you vibe it looks like you straight I up know. People are going crazy, like, on Twitter. They're like, every time I see him, I just think of you. And, like, I can't get it out of my brain. And so, like, this scene, just, like, you're like, oh, my God. It's in a bookstore. and like In New York City. In New York City. Yeah, Yeah, it's just, it's funny. But he's interning for a writer or an author. And um, he went to his reading. And you see he's kind of, like, two-timing girls there. Yeah. It's very, 
you know, non pagey Like within three months. Three months, he learned the Chuck ways. <laughs> He's become a playboy. He has. We're good. We're glad to see he has some color in his face. Oh my gosh! Everybody looks. His lips are not blue. Glowing. No, <laughs> he looks extremely healthy. Yeah. So it's we're we're glad to see a healthy Pagey. But he's he he's doing his thing this summer. He's trying to get over Serena. Um, then the author says, "Oh, I need your. I guess he's supposed to write some sort of like short story for yeah, him. Yeah." Um, so he can use that to submit to, I don't know if it was like New York, the times or something. Um, but Dan's having kind of writer's block because we all know he hasn't had closure with Serena. Yeah. And he knows that. And he knows that's why that's his writer's block. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems that everyone around him also doesn't understand because when we see what little Jay is up to, Mm -hmm. which she's interning. She's interning for Eleanor, but Eleanor has been in like Paris all summer. So Laurel is her boss and she is not a nice person. She is that like quintessential, I'm that fashionista, I work in the biz and like you don't know anything. Mm -hmm. And she's not nice to Jenny, but Jenny doesn't, you know, she doesn't go home crying. She's like, I'm going to go home and sort all these buttons and be the goody-goody and, like, suck up to you, pretty much. Uh, Yeah, no, she's doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing as an intern, but also trying to get ahead. She yeah. creates this design. <laughs> Which Laurel is like, are you kidding me? Yeah, and she's like, oh, I created this for you to wear yeah, to she's the like, vitamin oh, water party. Yeah, she's like, you're not going to the, wa- the vitamin water party. And Jenny's like, I know, this is for you. And she's like, peasant? What what are you thinking? It's like off-white, and it's not, you know, it's lace. Ugh. Yeah, and I'm not going to wear a nobody's design so it can end up in W Magazine and get photographed. But you know what? Shout out to Little J. I'm still waiting. Everybody hates her, as I know. But, like, this episode, she she stood up for herself. Hey, I I also, you know, I'm waiting for the time for the the times to change because they do eventually – uh, change yeah. and you'll see might not be this season but it happens yeah but and but yeah. she when she goes home to Padge, that's when she says to him like i still don't understand why you and serena ended right and he's like me either pretty much like he just he doesn't really know why it happened yeah which i'm like okay it happened though and can't really go back even though eventually later you'll see <laughs> things right. do change again yeah, but he's he's still having that like internal struggle and that's why he can't write. And he has the date 5108 on there, right? Uh yeah. So, May. Is that when him and Serena broke up maybe? That's like, what right I was thinking break? because I'm like there's no way we're in May right now oh, no, no, because no, no. we're 3 months ahead. Yeah. That's I'm a- thinking that's probably the day that they things sp- ended, they split ways. I think that's kind of what he told Rufus later on that the essay has to be about people from different worlds and why they didn't work of course of course and Rufy's like oh science fiction Exa- oh that was so funny yeah yeah Rufy he's on the bus tour yeah little jay's been talking to him yeah and she says how she's a little stressed and if it's worth it and you know he's yeah like if you can learn something from it yeah, yeah and it. then he gives a suggestion, like, why don't you hit up your friend Eric, or not so much friend right now, but she's like, oh, last time we we spoke, it wasn't a good time, and I've been thinking about it all summer, but it's kind of awkward for me to reach out to him, but she does it anyway. Yeah. 
and he kind of gives her shit for it, but he they play it off and they work things out. Luckily, but she gets to go to the party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wearing her ensemble. Yes. Um. What else? We have Chuck getting all dolled up as we were talking about before, um, to see his beloved. And Serena comes in and she's like, "I know what you're up to." He's like, eh, "No, I'm just. I think I'm gonna go back abroad and." <laughs> hook up with all these girls and she's like yeah okay because there's a you know bouquet of flowers and you're fixing your hair a hundred times and this is the first time i've seen you stare in a mirror in like three months yeah he's like okay whatever she's like yeah my best friend coming back from the jitney like in five minutes goodbye which we both were like uh she would never take take the jitney she would never take the jitney were you kidding me she would have a limo service that makes no sense but yeah i get it so he arrives to the jitney station And Blair gets off, and he's, like, getting ready with his red blazer. Like, all right, I'm getting ready. This is going to be the moment. And she gets off, and she looks at him, and she's like, are you kidding? And then James slash Marcus comes down with her and is like, oh, okay. Yeah, Blair yeah. Blair has someone. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. As he should feel. As he should. Because he ruined it. He ruined it. Yeah. Can't go back, Chuck. All these men thinking, like, I'll just repair it real quick. 16 year old boys boy bye boy bye yeah it's not how this works uh, yeah so then uh blair kind of has to fabricate her relationship in front of chuck because as we know it seems that she's using him just to make chuck jealous and then marcus eventually realizes that but um they she invites him back to i guess i'm confused as like is it it's cc's summer house so she's there but then eric's there and chuck's there yeah are you talking about the scene by the pool yeah yeah so i'm assuming because the girls do go hang out yeah this is cc's house i guess it's her grandma's house right and so blair came to see serena right and since serena and chucky are siblings right and eric would be there as well yeah so the girls lay out by the pool we said it's very oc reminiscent yeah of season two episode one yeah and so they're talking about the summer and how serena's been so you know lost and she does miss dan like every single day and blair's like why don't you get out there there has to be someone out there and she's like oh well you know that's when she says like oh the lifeguard he's okay he's cute and then she sees Chuck come by, so she's like, yeah, and James is, like, so amazing, and he just, like, loves me, and we, like, he swept me off my feet, and he's like, you're lying. And it's, like, the most ridiculous argument back and forth, but I love it because it's so them. Yeah. Like, they call each other on their bullshit, but it's, like, comical to the audience. Yeah. Because he's like, you're lying. You do, when you're, you know, you frown your nose when you say this lie, and yeah. she's like, oh, really? You think that I do that? And just, and I it was loved great it, too because when she starts talking of James, Serena's like, who? Serena's like, who? who oh, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, of course, the best friend would do. Of course. You know, you, yeah. you, you got to do that for your friend. Yeah. So Chuck's like, you okay? You're lying. And like, immediately is upset and decides he wants to like find out more about him. Of course. Of course he does. Of course. Yeah. So um, Serena, I guess, plans a date with Lifeguard who drives a Camaro. And she's like, oh my God, he drives a Camaro. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> And so I guess she doesn't, she's not able to go to dinner at Cece's, but know, everyone else does. Weird. I thought <laughs> this strange, was weird. Right? And they're like, dinner's at seven. And I'm like, wow, it's really light out. It's still but light it's out, summer. but it's summer. We get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we go back and forth with Rufus and they talk, him and Jenny talk about how Dan's dating around and yeah. he's like, oh, he's still doing that thing. And 
then after that, Dan visits his boss, writer, whoever, and the he's pissed because he hasn't turned in anything yet. And he pretty much tells him, like, you don't have an internship because <laughs> like, he hasn't given him any, yeah. any content. So that sucks for you, Padgy boy. Um, and he says he won't write him a, lo- a letter of recommendation. Yeah. Which is... That sucks because you've been working sucks. so hard this whole yeah, summer. That's Or so you think you have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we kind of brushed over, but Jenny calls Eric and they have the nice conversation. They make up. He says that he can bring her to the white party. And um, during that, we said Serena goes out with the bull boy. And then Nate and his lady friend are still hooking up. You find out her name is Catherine. I don't know exactly when you find out her name is Catherine. Yeah. Um, but she, at that point, kind of tells him that she's like, oh, you better get out because my husband is coming home. Yeah, so they're getting hot and heavy in the house. Mm-hmm. And her husband pulls up. And then Nate jumps out the window. Yeah. And during that time, Serena and the Camara boy kind of, like, pull in the middle of the street. And Nate, like, jumps in the middle, almost gets hit by the car. Yeah. And so Serena's like, uh, pissed because yeah. she's like, I thought things ended with you and Catherine. Yeah, and she's like, you d- you told me she was older. I thought college. You didn't tell me she was married. Now yeah. that, like, changes things. Yeah, because they can see Catherine kissing her husband right. in the driveway. She's like, oh, shit. And a half-naked Nate is now in the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the stupid <laughs> lifeguard's like, uh, what is this about? Right. <laughs> and Serena's like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then we have a pretty awkward dinner. Sad, actually. It was very sad. So it's Cece and Eric and Blair and James and Chuck. And they're having a very <laughs> petty dinner. You know, Blair and Chuck are. They're trying to make each other jealous. And then Blair purposefully sews the heart. Well, not sews, I guess, because she ripped it right out of there. But she puts the heart that she had on Nate's sleeve. A pin. The pin. Yeah. And Chuck sees that and he's like, oh, okay, now I get it. Like, now you mean business. She must have feelings for him. That's not just for her to try and get back at me. Like, she must actually like him, which we all know that she doesn't. But to him, that's like the most, like, that's her most precious thing. You know what's funny? When I first saw that pin, I was like, oh my gosh, he's part of some weird (laughs) club or some kind of, I don't know, situation that means bad news. And that's what I thought his Mm. eyes meant. Uh, Because I didn't know what this pin meant. Right. Yeah, Yeah, but to her, she said, that he Chuck explains it, that the first time Blair and Nate said, I love you, she put that in there and, you know, she kept, he cherished it, but then she got it back from him. Put it on James's sweater. In a weird placement. Weird. And obviously he didn't know it was there. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I liked the scene because she, he runs off. He's he like, runs I off lose and my she appetite. decides to go after him. But this is a beautiful scenery. Beautiful. They're in this greenery and she's in green and he's, he's in, in green. green. So it's a lot of green on green on green. But a lot of heartfelt things were said. Yeah. Like you, like you just mentioned with the exchange about the pin, but you can see tears in her eyes. She's like, just because he tell cannot me how you say feel. it. He can't say it. He's saying all of the other things that just around. Right, the, they're like I love similar, you. but they're not what she needs to hear. And no. she's like, thank you. I, I I get it. This is like the first 
No. Well, how many times has it been now? Because it should have been said so many times. So many times, yeah. But this is like the first time the audience has seen it where yeah. they both know they love each other and all she wants him to say is that and he just can't. He can't. And it, it breaks her heart and she's like, okay, now I really have to walk away. And she does and... You know, he's determined now to kind of figure out what's up with James because he needs to give himself a mission. Otherwise, he's going to drive himself crazy, of course. Yeah. Um. So he call- he calls his private eye. <laughs> well, first he called Eric, right? He calls Eric and he's like, oh, uh, the, the scene after the mor- the next morning, yeah. Blair and uh, Serena are talking and Nate and Chuck are talking and you think... Blair thinks that Chuck is going back home, but he's actually still staying in the Hamptons. And so they bump into each other. And of course they argue about James again. Princeton or Georgetown. Right. And she's like, Oh no, it's definitely Georgetown. He's like, no, I heard, I heard him say that, you know, it was Princeton. And so they argue back and forth. He calls Eric, please confirm this. Yeah. That's not what, what he told Blair. So now I'm like really into this and takes Nate back with him to go, you know, play croquette or whatever and calls his private eye and <laughs> decides that he's going to investigate. And of course, because that's what Blair would do. Yeah. Like there are two peas. They were, that was just a great scene on the streets of the Hamptons too, because while Blair and Chuck are arguing, Georgetown, Princeton, Georgetown, mm-hmm. Princeton, we have Serena and Nate arguing yeah. like this needs to end. Yeah. And, and she's pissed. She's pissed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the kind of Blair has the per- the talk of like how James has served his purpose and she wants to kind of give him the boot. He's boring. He's so boring to her and she's going to pretty much like call it quits and go solo to the white party, yeah. which eventually we see that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, because Chuck texts her like, oh, I'll see you in. Princeton. Princeton, right, exactly. She, he texts her at the white party, so and she's, she's like, like, oh, shit. Oh, now yeah. I still have to bring him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's pretty much going to, like, blow him off at that point. Right. But, um, and then Nate tells Serena, you don't really see it, but Nate tells Serena that Catherine broke it off between them. Oh, really? Yeah, Um. at that, like, when they're fighting, and she broke it off, and she, he's like, don't worry, she broke it off. So then eventually he gets the idea that he wants to make her jealous. So can you come with me to the white party? That makes sense. Yeah. And Serena's like, Ugh, all right, you know, I've done shit too. I get it. So yeah, she's being a good friend to him. Um, At this point, and Padge is at home with Honey Bunches of Oats, as yes. we've noticed. They won't show mm. it, but we know that box yes. very well. And he knows this is when he has the conversation with his dad. Yeah but how he needs to deal with his feelings. Yeah. And it's like, finally. So it took three months for you to realize you have to deal with your feelings. Like a light bulb goes off. Yep. And that's when he decides to get on the jitney. Right. He's like, all right, I'm going to go and fight for her pretty much. Or just, actually, I don't even think he was going to fight. He was just going to like go there and just kind of see how she was doing. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and he even says later on, like, I thought I would come here and I would know that I made the right decision, but I feel like I didn't. And it's like, oh, another light bulb. How did he Him know the Chuck? address? Yeah, I don't know. Because as soon as he got off the jitney, he grabbed the cab. He's like, 161, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, I could take you there. <laughs> sure. No problem. Um, then we talked about the croquet scene. Um, then we have Blair and, I'm sorry, Serena and Nate. They talk about the white party. And 
then we go to the white party. I love the white it's party. It's beautiful. I love seeing everyone in white and it's the pool party and everyone's so tan and yeah. everyone's outfits were incredible, which we'll get into in our later part of the episode. But um, we see Dan. He shows up to Cece's house and she's like, oh, she's not here, but like, let me help you. She's like all of a sudden like happy that Dan's there and that they should work things out and like her remission made her a changed person. She's a totally different She's human a completely being. completely different person. Yeah. It's actually frightening. It is frightening. I <laughs> right? feel the same I'm like, way. Is she like a robot or a Stepford wife? Like and she's freaky. Yeah. Yeah. But so. it was sweet because she says like, oh, Serena's been thinking about you all summer. Right. She told Even him that. And he's like, okay, now I got a- another like light bulb. All right. <laughs> She brings out the invite and she's like, I know she's so like, you're going to be my date to this party, but there's a very serious dress very code, exclusive very or whatever exclusive. the word. And so that was sweet. And so she dressed him. Yes. She dressed him in apparently Serena's grandpa's 70, 70s uh, ja- yeah. jacket. So, yeah. Um, and then at the white party, Nate's getting drunk because he wants to make Catherine jealous and he's pissed that she's there with the husband and, you know, he's riled up about that. And Blair is trying to, like, stop yawning over James and he can tell that Chuck is, you know, getting on her nerves and the whole reason why Blair has him here is because it's trying. She's trying to make Chuck <laughs> jealous. He's not dumb, right? So he's he gets pissed as yeah. you would because yeah. he's like, "All right, I found this girl that I was starting to like, and now she's treating me like trash, pretty much." So yeah, and also this whole time since dinner, and when they went on their bike ride, he's like, "Oh, I have something to tell you." Yeah. So at that point and then we're slowly finding out in the background like okay he's not who he says he is because right, right, Chuck right. Find out, mm-hmm. finds out information so that's another thing I'm like oh this guy is either like a total liar or he's bad news mm. and you think he was into like something not good you know mm-hmm. which wasn't the case no it wasn't certainly not all. certainly not yeah so Chuck's still giving the side eye He's kind of just doing his own thing during the party. And then um, Serena and Nate, in trying to make Catherine jealous, they start making out in front of everyone at the party. Like full on. Full on. Like tongue. For, for minutes. Not just like a little peck here. You know. No, they're making out. And then of course, they stop. They separate. And Dan's in the middle of them. <laughs> And the music just like changes, and Serena's like, "Oh shit, it's really not what it looks like." I keep saying this, but it's really not what <laughs> it looks like. And he goes, like. "Of course, of course." And you could just see it on his face. Like I don't even think he was initially mad. He's just like, "Wow, this yeah. keeps happening to me." Yeah, yeah. So they have a talk, and he's like, "Oh, it's not what it seems." And she's like, "Actually, no. I'm just trying to help Nate, and but I can't tell you the reason." And he gets, he's oh, like, "Of course, you can't gosh. tell me the reason." And Michelle and I are like, are you kidding me? Come on. Why can't you tell you her? Can just, it's a, he can keep a secret. Just tell him. It, he, he doesn't even know Catherine. It doesn't, it it's irrelevant. Make, exactly. He can just say, oh, I was a cover because he's having an affair with an older woman. Right. Doesn't That's even it. have to say who she is. Exactly. So she's so frustrating. She's sometimes. very frustrating. And then Dan turns around and the two girls he was two timing are throw their drinks at him and he's like actually this is not the first time it's happened to me this summer and Serena's like shut the fuck up and she's up. like let me guess there's an explanation yeah 
cue the laugh track. Right? Exactly. I feel like we're on full house. <laughs> um, yeah. So they kind of not really talk it out, but no, while, they, yeah. while that is happening though, Blair and James are arguing and she, well, not really. He's, he's yelling at her. And she's listening, but she's like, yeah, I thought you were boring. Like, she's owning up to everything that he's asking her. And he's like, huh, okay, this is interesting. And then decides he's going to tell his secret that he's actually a British lord. And, (laughs) um, you know, he's his name is Marcus. And she's like, oh, I scored the jackpot. Because, of course, Blair would find a lord. Of course she would. Of course, and her eyes are playing. She's like, yes, my lord. She's like, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Totally crazy. This changes the playing field. Totally. Kind of. And now Chuck knows kind of. that he's a lord. And yeah. he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Now how am I supposed to compete with that? Because he's British royalty and I'm just like, you know, American royalty pretty much. Yeah. And he's just got that finesse now. Now he's a mysterious British man. Right. And not a boring American. So. Right. And and should be fun. Marcus. Marcus. He says how the reason he lied is because mm. every time he meets someone, they just he's afraid that their people are gonna take advantage and only like him for his title shit. Of course. And so he decided to just play a, you know, boring American. Right. And he's like, Tell me what else I'm I'm doing wrong, pretty much. And yeah. so that seems to maybe work out. Yeah. <laughs> interesting uh, duo, but interesting you know, duo. Uh, I also like at the white party the little Jenny story. Yeah. So Eric is helping her meet with um what was her Tinsley? name? Tinsley, thank you. Tinsley, who's another fashion designer and you know, is interested in Jenny, like, oh wow, not you know, a nice young girl who's interested in, in the business and I can get you an internship if you want. And then Laurel comes over and she's like, oh, Jenny, of course you're here. You're someone's plus one. She's like, yeah, here's my date right over there. And she plays it cool. She plays it really really cool. And the fact that the Tinsley comes over and, you know, Eric's like, oh, this is this is Jenny. Mm -hmm. And Jenny's like, this is Laurel. Laurel goes to shake her hand. She She wants nothing to do with her. And so I felt like she handled herself very well, very impressive for a young inspiring right. designer she's a baby pretty and much. she's wearing her own design she's wearing her own i design. didn't love it no i'll save it <laughs> but props to you props to you and she even asked are you wearing your own design and she said yes i am and she's like wow it's so great of you so jenny must feel really good about herself yeah and also was offered an internship right but then tells laurel she turned it down because she's learning a lot where she is now and Laurel's like, oh, all right, well, I'll see you on Monday. Like, has a totally different change of tune. Kind of a little Devil Wears Prada feel. Very Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, definitely. I love that movie. I love that movie. Such a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so then Dan and Serena kind of Well, they help. Well, because talk. there's wine on his jacket on her grandfather's jacket which she can't believe is still ha- you know people are wearing because it's from the 70s right uh they go into the kitchen trying to clean it and this is where they exchange the truths kind of sort of like he pretty much just says like oh i've been thinking about you pretty much and you could see she's smirking and then they, like, look at each other and just, like, kiss. Like, they barely even Spoke. speak about it. And it's like, wow, you guys have a lot more dirt to kind of, like, air out here. But, 
you know, ignorance is bliss. Just let it be for the night or whatever. And so they decide they're going to meet up at the beach. At the beach. Yeah. And they do. And he apparently gets rid of his writer's block because he's like doodling on his notebook. So guess he got over that. I kind of feel <laughs> like the that. kiss was just the catalyst to let everything out now. Yeah. Because they both wanted it. It's obvious. And I said to Liz, you know, I don't know how I feel about Padge and Serena, mm-hmm. but when Serena and Nate were kissing, I was like, oh, I'm about yeah, this. I love like, seeing this. It's much more. I don't know what it is. Lively and like interesting. It's just. Yeah. It's more fun, to be honest. Like Padge that, and is Serena that what it is? are just. They're a little like. <laughs> just a little bit, especially in the first season. And I'm trying to remember how I felt all those years ago, like. Obviously, they weren't, like, my number one ship on the show. Yeah. But I I don't remember, like, them being this boring. They're mm. pretty boring. It's funny because... In my pa- opinion, no, ladies no, no. and gentlemen. Of course. <laughs> on paper, all the shit they've been through, it's like, wow, it would be like, people wow, are not boring. Star-crossed lovers, you know? But yet, I I see... Well, let's we'll give them a shot. We'll see how they make up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just see. We'll it's just too see, soon to right? know. But then we'll just see. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And he says he feels he kept he came here expecting that he would know he made the right decision, but knew that he didn't as soon as he saw her. That was pretty much all they said to each other. Yeah, <laughs> and then they kiss. They come go to the beach, and that's pretty much it for them. Fireworks. And then fireworks come. Michelle and I laugh. They're got gazing a good at each other for a long time. Yeah. To take in the moment. Yeah. It's like. Yep. And then we have the scene where it's as much as it is uber dramatic and kind of laughable. It's also like something oh no. that we really need on, you know, for the show. And especially as these characters develop later down the line, as you'll see. Um, But Chuck and Blair have that like just say it now or like that's it and he just could not he just could not say it uh yeah this is a very serious scene very serious and she's like okay that's it because i because she can't keep doing this i know she's like tell me and he's like don't go with him you know you don't want to she's like but just actually tell me why i shouldn't and he can't say it he can't say it yeah it's unbelievable. And he's like, I, uh, I, <laughs> it's like he has a frog in his throat. Yep. And she's like, thank you. And has thank tears you. in her she's, eyes. Yeah, she turns around and she's like, Jesus, I can't believe this is still happening. Right. You exactly. Know? Like three months later and I'm still crying over this boy. Like it's just. Three words. Three words. Eight letters. Eight letters. Say it and I'm yours. And he cannot say it. And therefore, he loses her. And he knows, like, the playing field now. Yeah. Marcus is a lord. And, like, this is not going to go down well for him. And he's like, shit. And he still can't say it because he's just not, he's not there. He's not ready. Yeah. As much as he does feel it inside. And he says, too, like, I regretted not going with you. But I also knew if I did for all those months, you would see the real me. You would see, like, that softer person, that, that person that's not so chuck on the outside yeah and to her that would have been okay but to him it wasn't and i can imagine like being 16 and having to have that conversation with someone like it's so 
dramatic and like not relatable, at least for me, because, you know, I never had to be in that situation at that type at that age. But, you know, they are very intense people. Yeah. And he's obviously a very dark and like troubled boy, but has a soft spot for her. You know, last when we wrapped up season one, you talked about, I believe it was in your trivia, mm. about how parents or not parents, I don't know who you, the people of the older generation yeah. didn't want their children to watch this show. To watch this show, yeah. right? Because of the drinking and the sex and all of that, right? Yeah. The storyline. So what I noticed, because I was comparing, when... Chuck says his piece with Boiler and it doesn't work out. And we see him pour himself a glass of whatever, whatever it was. brown liquor it mm-hmm. is. He's drinking it. And to us as that would be a normal That's thing. a normal thing. Yeah. For a teenager to do that, it's not normal. So on this show, it is normalized yeah. to drink at a younger age. Definitely. When watching another teen drama that we have watched in the past, we watched a lot of teen dramas. Right. We would have been like, oh. Not only that, but I feel like, I mean, on Riverdale- to bring that in because it's the only current teen drama I'm watching, right. they kind of normalize the drinking. Yeah. Kind of, kind right? Of. They'll drink red wine when they went to the yeah, cabin. Yeah, it was straight. It's strange, and we, you know, talk shit about it, but also we kind of understand the realm of right, Riverdale. Right, the realm, right? Yeah. And so comparing to the OC, to just to go there, because Cause why every not? time mm-hmm. Marissa drank, it, it was, was like, like frowned upon. Right. Or, if you know, in the beginning, when Summer stole the alcohol and, it's like it was frowned upon, mm-hmm. and this is kind of like normalizing yeah, it. Yeah, so I could see the problem. Yeah, right. So I don't know how, but this feels more relevant to now what a teen drama would be. Definitely. Yeah, Does I that guess, make sense. Yes, a hundred percent. I understand what you're saying. Um, it's kind of like the shows these days, or at least like teen dramas. They kind of have to have their own like f- story to them. I feel like there's not just, like, the football team down, you know, it's nothing, like, like a family show. It's more, like, everything's more dark and Mm -hmm. more, like, serious. Or it's, like, super fabricated where it's, like, kind of like Riverdale where it's, like, pretty much is this a a story we don't know? Like, the just the vibe of the shows these days, I find, are a lot more relatable to Gossip Girl than, like, The O.C. or One Tree Hill. Right. You know? Like, the drama level. Yeah, that is different. Yeah. But yeah, I like the point that you made. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And we have, yeah, you know, that last scene. Well, you see Nate gets the napkin. Him and Catherine apparently have kind of made up. Well, she grabs him in the middle Mm -hmm. of the party and she's like, were you trying to make me jealous in front of my husband and my friends? And he's like, yes. And she's like, it It worked. worked. Uh Uh-huh. And so they have hot makeout. Whatever they have. Whatever they have, but they do it. (laughs) Yeah, and so then later on she slips in the napkin, like whatever hotel, I guess. And so that's where he's off to, dancing at the beach, and then Blair's leaving, and Chuck is just sad. Sad, sad Chucky. And he's drinking, and that's the end of the episode. It was good. It was a great episode. I almost, I remember it, but I... The vibe of it is a lot, as much as it is heavy as far as, like, Chuck and Blair and the emotion there, it was nice to see, like, the different pairings and, like, Summer 
we were talking off when we were watching the show that we don't really get to see summer a lot on shows. We kind of just, just go into the school year or like you just go to summer or whatever it is. Like you don't see the transition of the kids. So I'm, I'm excited to see now that we're going out, out of the end of summer into school. So it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, should we take a break? Yeah. Let's take a break. That's all we got. Okay. Okay, we're back from break. Gonna jump into our segments. Yay. I have a load of trivia slash fun facts for the episode. Okay. Um, it obviously, although credited Kelly Rutherford and Jessica Soares do not appear in this episode, so it would have been nice to see Lily, but she didn't make an appearance. It's all right. Um, I, I yeah, did like how they did say Vanessa's parents and her visited Rufie on the road. Yeah, we actually didn't mention that they did. Yeah. Mentioned Vanessa. But. But. <laughs> slips my mind on occasion. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the second season premiere primarily was filmed in the Hamptons and began filming in mid-June. Jeremiah Harris, who is the author that Dan was working for, um, his reading and the scene where Dan is revealed to be dating two girls was filmed at Housework Housing Works Bookstore in Soho. Mm. And while the Cooper's beach house scenes with Chuck and Serena were filmed at Rockaway Beach. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's fun, a little fun fact. Yeah. Uh, Eric Damon, who is the uh, costume designer where I've mentioned him previously, they he intended to dress Blake Lively in a men's vest with a um, a, me- a men's vest for the white party. But, like, when it went on camera, it didn't, like, translate. So they changed it to the Grecian, which I'm oh so glad that they gosh, did. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He says, an iconic Grecian gown coupled with metallic chain headpiece. The vest did not translate via camera. Uh, for the scene at the garden dinner party, Damon fitted Ed Westwick with a light green suit with hydrangea and cabbage rose tones in his shirt and tie selection. Damon considered this experience as a perfect moment of art direction. He actually matched the set, and when him and Blair had their sad moment in the garden, it was a symphony of greens and flower blossoms. A memorable moment when costumes and set work seamlessly to create a visual atmosphere. During a New York Magazine interview, Eric Damon cites both outfits in his list of 11 favorite looks in the series. Mm. Um, the promos for this episode, as well as season two as a whole, utilize the French song Caplain Peu, <laughs> I'm sorry, Caplain Peu Moi, which was heard in the 1985 film National Lampoon's European Vacation, <laughs> which co starred Jason Lively, the older brother of Blake Lively. Okay. Yes. Uh, Machin states, which we know uh, Machin obviously she's been in so much, but it's so it's awesome to see her do this even before yeah. you know she became. I mean, she was always huge, yeah. But now even more so she is. So it's awesome that they had her. Um, they she stated that Chase Crawford was so adorable. <laughs> he was so sweet and such a good boy. As well as they got along, though, things weren't totally comfortable between the co-stars. She said, my very first scene with him was me sitting in his lap, making out with him in the car. He was so nervous that he kept forgetting his lines. (laughs) So cute. Um, uh, The trivia also says the scene where Blair and Serena are sunning themselves by the pool is similar to the scene in season two premiere of The O.C. called The Distance with Summer and Marissa by the pool. And, Mar- and Michelle said that like right away to me. She's like, oh, my God, that's like Summer Marissa. I'm like, yes, I have the net trivia. 
Yeah, so that's nice to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, the parallels of the uh, the beach and the, well, it's both beaches, so. Yeah. Um, the white party took place on August 30th, 2008 at 5 p.m. Uh, the reception for this episode, I got this off Wikipedia. It was watched by 3.4 million viewers. Most of the critics have praised Leighton Meester, Ed Westwick, and guest star Madchen for their performances. Um, they said they considered it a pretty strong premiere. Uh, they also said that it was a good they that Madchen was a good choice to play Catherine and compared Chuck Bass with Christian Troy, a plastic surgeon played by Julian McMahon in Nip Tuck, which I oh used to really like gosh, that show. Yeah. Nip Tuck, throwback. Yeah. Um, they stating he's a ladies' man who likes the idea of being with someone who can't commit. Mm-hmm. Um, they also praised Madchen, of course, and then they said. <laughs> Michelle Graham of Phil's School Rejects praised the Nate storyline, calling it a blessing for him as a character and has always been one of the least interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She was surprised with the transformation of Dan Humphrey and compared to his character's dating habits with Chuck Bass's, further adding that the change is a nice way to flesh out the otherwise goody-goody guy. She says hopefully he won't revert to this type with his reunion with Serena, uh, and she had high hopes for the premiere and considered it to be a good season start. And on Jenny's character, she considered her, her storyline predictable and dull, but there's definitely something enjoyable in seeing her boss get dissed by a famous model. Um, and then in contrast to what this woman, um, Michelle Graham, said, we had Amber Charlesville of Firefox News. She said that despite the fresh locale and ever snappy voice of Gossip Girl, she found that most of the characters were up to their same old stale tricks. Mm. Okay. Um, but she did praise Leighton Meester and Ed Westwick for their performances. Um, and then some music in this episode. We have Reverse of Shade by Wind Up, Wind Up Deads. Buzzing by Shwayze. <laughs> Fell in Love with You Acoustic by Motion City Soundtrack. Crazy by Jim, Break It Down by Alana D, Google Me by Taya Taylor, and Paparazzi by Lady Gaga. <sighs> so Great that job, was Lizzie. my trivia, fun facts, music for the episode. Um, but I mean, I guess I kind of agree with the critics. Like I do too. It was. I didn't. F- I guess I found it predictable, but I also really enjoyed it. Like right. the characters. Yeah. Besides Dan, it's kind of like a shock to see him like that yeah excuse me but no one else really was you know, everyone else was pretty predictable in yeah that sense definitely i think i was just shocked with nate you were shocked with nate well yeah because it i did not see that coming right which was mm-hmm. like the definition of shock right mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome to my it lesson is the definition of shock but you know one of the definitions you get what i mean yeah, no, I, I really, really thought we were going back to Serena, and yeah. in a way we kind of did, but differently. Right. No, because we come where they're actually friends. They have a really good friendship, and, they I, do. and you forget, at least I seem to have forget that, that they ever hooked up in the past. One, that they ever hooked up, and two, that Blair and him dated. Right. I forget that, too. Because it seems they're so, so past that past right it. now. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see everyone kind of like friends. Yeah. For the most part, except obviously Blair and Chuck cannot stand the sight of each other for obvious reasons. Uh, but everyone else is pretty much their friends. And they, Eric and Jenny have each other again. Right. So that's a nice friendship. He's a good influence on her, I think. Yeah. Um, but she's a good influence on him too, but she 
he kind of made like a funny quote which i will say because i was hysterical but yeah um do you want to go into headbands in our fashion yeah how many headbands did I you have? I had nine. I had six. Six? So I definitely missed some. Yeah, I would there were a lot of blurry extras that I was like, headband, headband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I went the extra mile with it, but it's probably unnecessary. No, I mean, we have a headband counter. We have you a gotta headband get everywhere. I mean, when we were watching, I was like, oh my god, there's one in the background list. Yeah. You see between Chuck mm-hmm. and Blair. Or, you know, Chuck and whoever. Yeah. Um, I feel like everybody's fashion was wonderful. On point, this episode. I feel like just as a collective, this episode had the best fashion for the series so far. Like, I feel like every character had a really good look. Yeah. And I agreed with everybody's look. Yeah. Because I usually do not agree. Even Chuck's craziness. And when he is walking with Nate. With their cold brew coffee. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's crossing the street and he's wearing this. It's like like plaid purple and white, right? And he has like a fedora. Adorable. And kind of mauve or burgundy, light burgundy shorts. I was like, wow, is this the first time I'm agreeing with Chuck's look? Right. And it was then great. Nate with that like kind of. Like cobalt. Cold, yeah. Cold. It's like, looks like kind of like a nautical yep. sweater. Oh, that the sweater. Shorts. Yeah, yeah. I really mm-hmm. liked that. He also looked amazing in the white theater with the other sweater over it. Not the white theater, like a white tee. Yeah. He's just, he's really looking good. Oh. <laughs> he's very handsome. And I even said to Michelle when we were watching, I'm like, do you do you find Chuck a little bit more attractive? And you're like, mm, I think so. Better than I... before, but nothing, you know, drastic. No. Just, it cuts there, trust me. I'm sure you could see potential in what's I, to I come suppose. with him. <laughs> he's still kind of, I find him repulsive. Well, yeah. But Personality-wise, makes like, him ugly. At least, get him a little bit more. Yeah. They do a good job of kind of showing you that this is a troubled boy who just literally is a boy like he cannot and the vulnerability up to his feelings yeah and even the fact of he didn't want he's like afraid for someone to break in and see the true 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 him Mm -hmm. without that exterior of being a fuck boy asshole right and like you can see he has a soft side obviously for his dad and his family and like just wants them to be happy or he would do whatever he can for Nate. Like he does have a good, really, really, really far down there, deep, good soul, but he deep, 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 deep. it's really, it's to the ground. It's in the ground pretty much, but it's there. Once he can develop that, then he'll be like his, obviously his yeah. best self, but yeah. he won't allow that to happen. Right. So unfortunately for him, yeah. it's going to take him a long time and therefore he can't be with the woman that he loves. So, Oh, well, <laughs> even I know um, I, I'm going to take back what I just sure. said because I said I agreed and liked everybody's looks. I actually did not like Jenny's dress at the, at white, the party. white party. Yeah. I appreciate it. You go, girl, for making it. Mm-hmm. I I think they did a good job trying to show that this could be something that a teenage girl would make. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. not that I liked it, but I can appreciate that. Like, all right, maybe that was something that. Back then, I feel like I had a dress that looked like that. Not that I, like, loved it, but, you know, that... Like age-appropriate? Yes, it was age-appropriate, and I felt like that looked like nothing against the costume designers, of course, but it they did a good job of making it look like a kid made it. Not, obviously, the seams weren't, you yeah, know, crooked yeah, or whatever, yeah. but, like, the style of it and the color, it was off-white. It wasn't, like, a true white, and then she put the pink satin bow. Like, yeah. it was just very kiddish, 
Not my favorite look, but I get why they did it. Yeah. Her hair looked nice, though. Yeah, no, it did. You know? Um, I mean, Serena, what a bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could just get on my hands and knees and just kiss her feet because she looks like, she literally looks like a Greek goddess. Like the, a goddess. That headband. Phenomenal. I want to look like that every single day of my life. I <laughs> want to create that look. Yes. I'm going to try for your sister's you wedding. You should. Hey, I Shen. would love that. I, I probably will have to hire, go somewhere. Yeah, you'd have to get someone to do that. I think it would be really hard for you to. Yeah. I have a lot of hair, but it's very thin. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. It doesn't look like Blake Lively has that problem. She has like a whole head of beautiful hair. And so does Mm -mm. Leighton Meester. They are blessed with very thick, voluminous hair. Um, But that headband look was exceptional. Yeah. Beautiful. And I did really love Blair's look too. She had like the eyelet white like layers and headband and like the little bow in the middle. She looked gorgeous. I uh, love their dresses throughout this whole episode, like we said. And uh, Serena's purple. Yeah, like the shift dress. And then Blair yeah. was wearing the green. Yeah. They almost looked really similar. And then Blair had the headband with a huge flower on it. And then I loved when she had the headband, the scarf wrapped. Yes. I love when they do that. How does one do that? How do you do that? I feel like the scarf would literally take out my entire head and I'd have no hair. Like there would Same. just be no hair out. I know. It looks so incredible. I want someone to do that for me. Also, it looks like it would be uncomfortable, though. I feel like it looks like it would be heavy, even though a scarf's not heavy. Yeah. But just, like, the way it's, like, wrapped. Yeah. Looks like it would be heavy. Maybe but. I even think if you did it loose, you'd have to bobby pin it in. Yeah. So, so there's a lot, serving a a lot of bobby pins then, too. It's just for the look. Yeah. But they do. Oh God, the hair on this mm. show is incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chuck, I agree with the plaid. Looks great in that. Then, you know, he had his other questionable outfits. Well, he chucked it up at the he white chucked. party, but it was still okay. He chucked it up. He chucked it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but overall, great fashion episode. Yeah. I loved everyone's looks for the most part. Yeah. Uh, quotes? Yeah. Uh, eggshell gives me migraine. I also had that one. Isn't karma a bitch? We know Blair Waldorf is. <laughs> that was so good. So good. I love when gossip, like, when she just speaks gossip girl quote and just and it goes boom i just love it every time uh i liked what rufie said that it's not a waste of time if there's time to change it Mm -hmm. very philosophical Mm -hmm. damn that mother chucker i loved that and then she follows that with that chuck bastard Mm -hmm. love it uh daniel humphrey i'm surprised (laughs) the way she said humphrey (laughs) uh you're kind of boring you kind of are, dude. And when Chuck said, I'm in the mood to be right. Oh, yeah. I love that one, too. Uh, That's all, like, the really good yeah. ones I had. Well, yeah. you did get yours in the end when Eric oh, that when was, he says that. That was, that was really what good. I wanted to say before. He's like, oh, well, you did get yours in the end. And then three words, eight <gasps> letters. Say that I'm yours. And he can't and say I'm, it. I, 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 when this scene was happening, I'm like, oh, my God, he's, he's going to he say, say it. He might say it. Because he's saying, I. And then I was like, well, obviously they're not going to do this because this is the first episode of season two and then we'll have literally no (laughs) No content. content. And then they'll go off and get married and happily ever after, but that's not happening. (laughs) Not for a while. Not Right. But yeah, that was a pretty power of like eight letters. Yeah. And that gif is. Oh, is it? So I'm going to now see it. Yeah. Yeah. 
just her teary-eyed, her mouthing it, and you're just like, oh, that scene, and you go back to it, and you feel it, and, like, people that love this show, they know exactly what episode it is. Like, they know this is a scene. Just like in Victor Victrola, those big, you know, chair fans, they know this is the episode that she says that, so. It's also a good line it's to just great. use on a significant other. <laughs> Right? Three words, eight letters. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> oh, you didn't say it. Oh, well. Thank you. And then to close with the thank you. Thank of, you. Mm-hmm. That's right. I right. knew exactly where this was going. Yes. Screw you. Oh, so good. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think it's some time for MVP and shittiest. Uh, so I don't know if I love my picks, but it's okay. Yeah. Are you changing mid mid talk? No. No. I have my MVP. Okay. So let's do that one first. Sure. If that's okay with yes. you. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Cece. Jenny. Oh. How funny. How funny. I was going <laughs> to choose Jenny, and I'm like, no, Michelle, this is a new season. New season, <laughs> new you. We're not doing this and anymore. And I picked Jenny. <laughs> but in the hearts of hearts, that's where I wanted to go. You wanted to go, Jenny. And not that I really wanted to give it to her. Because I thoroughly enjoyed Blair, but obviously her trying to... And I really, as much as it sucked what Chuck did, I enjoy the character of him. Not that he's the most valuable player, but Jenny, she did the most valuable player-worthy thing, which was standing up to Laurel and, you know, making it known that she was at presence and that I'm going to work and... I'm going to suck up to you and do whatever I can to make it because I'm serious about it. Yeah. So I appreciate that from yeah. her. That's how I felt too. But then I'm like, I'm not going to choose Jenny. So I That's chose right. Cece. I picked her for you. Thank you. Why'd you pick Cece? Well, I just felt that she was a changed woman. This is another character that I was shocked by. Mm-hmm. And we were also confused how things She's ended last time we saw her with what she yeah, said, what she, she not. It kind of seemed, well... <laughs> I think they, she says to them she is sick, but then takes it back. Of course, she's not. But the way she looks and that scene, and then she takes the pills. So, like, the audience knows that she's sick. And I think that, I guess, maybe they didn't want to go into that. And they just wanted to be like, yes, she's in remission. And so, like, she did what did, I guess, have cancer or whatever it was. So, you know, they they make it that she did was, was actually sick. Yeah. Well, I mean, she just, she owned up to it. Mm-hmm. Of how she's a changed woman. She's and, changed. And the fact that she didn't like Dan because of class. Right. Last time. And now she was happy to see him because she knows how happy he made her granddaughter. And helps Padgy boy. By, by getting him, him a suit. Mm-hmm. Gets him there. So if, you know, Padgy and Serena might not be my favorite, but I totally. can recognize a love deed. Right, CC did that. So love deed that is a love deed. So that is why she's my MVP. That's wonderful. Shittiest, I'm struggling with because as much as Chuck couldn't say the words, I actually can't fault him for it. Mm-hmm. He didn't really do anything wrong in this episode. No, he did everything that a chuck would do (laughs) yeah without being too without being too douchey he was just like he didn't say choice words where he did that one time and really hurt her he just was trying to fight in the best way he knew possible but just ultimately didn't say what she needed him to and that was his downfall but 
let's hope he learns from his lesson. Like it what he didn't say anything malicious or mm-hmm. nasty. He wasn't like you were repulsed really by him. No. At least I wasn't repulsed no, no, by no. him. I mean I'm usually am. Right. But and kind of still am, but not in this episode. <laughs> right. And then everybody else, I understood what they were doing. Mm-hmm. You have a shittiest? I do. Can I write your coattails? Because like I really Yeah, sure. Do you want me to just tell I'm you? Gonna what s- my I'm gonna <laughs> put it down like three, two, and I'm gonna try to mouth it. Okay, with sure. You. Okay, ready? Three, three two, two, one. Laurel. Laurel. Yeah. <laughs> Laurel. Oh, Laurel. Laurel. Lyle. Lyle. Laurel. My, my aunt yes. Laurel, which your mother calls her Lyle. Yes. Michelle has an aunt Laurel. My mom, for the past twenty eight years, has called her Lyle, and I'm like, Mom, it's Laurel. She's like, I know. I just like to call her Lyle. <laughs> It's not it's her like name, It's an inside though. joke with herself. It is. It's like nobody knows it, that she calls her that mm-hmm. on the side. Like, she would never call it to her to her face, but she just calls her Lyle yeah. on the side. Oh, like Aunt in Lyle text, Oh, Aunt Lyle. I'm like, it's Laurel. Oh. <laughs> okay, so Laurel. But anyway, Laurel, because she was a really shitty person today. Maybe. She's nasty. Maybe I view it as, like She's you a said, side character. No, but like you said, how it's just the typical of, you know, the quintessential Bitchy, right, that's just like boss. what uh, she does. She's in charge. Eleanor would probably be like that too if she was back. Yeah, you know? because she's Jenny's an intern. It's like know your place. Yeah, and she's like, "There's no way you could be done." She's like, "I am done." She's like, "Well, let's sort all these buttons." She gives her like a thousand buttons. Mm-hmm. Sort all of them, and she takes them home. And you know her; she probably got them sorted. And like, she probably took the whole day, and then she would come back. Like, she's a good worker because she's yeah. serious about what she yeah. is passionate about, and that's wonderful yeah so yeah i chose laurel though and i think it's pretty apparent why i did because she was nasty but again we understand why she's like that i think she has to be pretty cutthroat in this type of industry um and yeah i mean with chuck i didn't i didn't feel like i needed to give him the honor you know i could could (laughs) not give him the shit crown no no but laurel she's got the shit crown. this is i think this might be one of the first episodes in any of our podcasts that I truly couldn't pick a shittiest. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen a few times, but you still have shown up. Like the fact that I, <laughs> I just off pick, of you, I just pick. Yeah, like you've actually not. Didn't I say anything. truly couldn't. I really was wow. fighting, and I didn't want to give it to Chuck just to give it to Chuck because Michelle always gives it to Chuck, right? As I talk, about I think person. that 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 calls for maybe we're, we're watching good content and good writing, and these characters are developing, maybe. and you're like, okay. I can see why they're shitty, but I don't want to give them a title because I understand it. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Michelle. We'll see what you say next yeah, week. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was going to say, like, too soon to tell. It's let's, way too soon to tell. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, I think we did all of those segments. We sure did. We have all that's left to do is have the chant of patron of the week, <laughs> which will be... Inserted right here. That's right. <laughs> it's patron of the it's week. Patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. Who will it be? It's patron of the week. Coming off of the you know the season one premiere, and while Michelle and I are recording it, technically this day, Wait, yes, season two premiere. I'm sorry, season two oh, premiere. Okay. Hi, we're in season two. <laughs> uh, the season two premiere. Today, we are watching this on November 19th, which is Thank You Patron Day. Oh. So, my cheat, but also you guys deserve it, is everyone is patron of the week. Yay! Yay! 
Um, and as you see, we posted the image with all of our past and present patrons. We appreciate you guys. We cannot say it enough how much you have changed our lives and how much you mean to us. And you've granted us so many opportunities and we'll continue to do that. And, you know, you might think that your, your dollar is not going anywhere, but we promise you it goes everywhere and we put it just right back into the, into our company and therefore we can create great content for you guys. And hopefully it seems that you're enjoying it. So it's a really pause and just want to say thank you. And we just love each and every one of you and we just appreciate the support. Thank so you thank guys. you patrons. We love you. Yes, we really do. And do you want the episode title for next week? I sure do. I'm just going to give Michelle the episode title and she can do what she wishes with that information. Well, I'm going to make a prediction, right? Yes. So we decided we're going to do the disentel portion on the episode. Yeah. So you've already listened to her premiere season two predictions, but from now on, we're going to keep it just in the episode um, because why not? Yeah. That way you don't have to click on an extra button. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the title for next week is Never Been Marcused. Oh, Never been Marcus. Never been Marcus. Well, clearly this has to do with the new Lord. <laughs> the new Lord Marcus. I was just getting such Lizzie Lohan vibes <laughs> with him. Like the way he spoke, I'm like, he's definitely an American guy trying to do a British accent. <laughs> Props to you, Marcus. Yes, Marcus. Yes. So never been Marcus. Uh, okay. So we're going back to school. Which okay. is kind of confusing for me in the terms of, is Marcus staying? <laughs> what is Marcus's deal? Right. Well, he's a lord. He's a lord, so he doesn't have to go to school. Is he an educated lord? No, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is he in college? I can say that he's educated. Uni but university. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so she will be preoccupied with that. And I feel like this might go on for a couple of episodes because how, as much as we know the Chuck game... yeah. How, how, how soon can we keep doing it? Mm -hmm. He knows what he should have said. Right. So perhaps we're going to sleep on it. Right. For I a feel like it's time, it's time to get over that portion, like the yeah. cat and mouse thing. He's probably going to have to give that up for now. Yeah. So let's come back to that. I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm. I think he'll try to preoccupy his time. Obviously, he's in a dark place. Yeah. I mean, he's probably, you see, drinks all the time anyway, right, but maybe right. he'll find something on the side as he usually does. Exactly. The Nate and Catherine, Catherine. situation. I. Do we foresee her sticking around? Well, he got the napkin. Mm -hmm. So we at least know f that she'll be in next week's episode. I'm assuming so. But he's going back to school. And she's in the Hamptons, so, mm -hmm. and I uh, I wonder if they're going to do the classic, like, oh, let me just, like, come on break and see you, because it's not that easy no, to get to the Hamptons from New York not. City, okay? <laughs> I know. I mean, even if traffic dies down after Labor Day, it's still... It's a night... No, it was... It's not it's easy. It's not easy. It's a pain in the ass. Okay. But 
maybe they'll keep hooking up and he's going to be like, oh, because he said like they have feelings for each other. Mm. He has feelings for her. I think she just likes his body. Maybe they're not going to be reciprocated. Do we know how old she's supposed to be? Um, Because obviously she married an older guy. But I don't know if they actually state how old she is, but. Right now, we're not supposed to know how old she is. You can just assume that she's way older than college. Well, yeah. You know, because even Serena says, I thought it was a college girl. So she has to be at least 25, if not older. Oh, my God. I think way older than that. Right. She potentially could be in her 30s. Yeah. That's it. But I'm not going to quote it just yet because we don't really know. I could look it up maybe for next week. You don't have to look it up. (laughs) In my head, the picture I painted is that he... He was her tennis coach. Oh. And this is why they're hooking up. Okay, cool. Because I want to know how they met. Okay. And I'm truly hoping we get a background here and not just... I could see them being like, oh, this is he just met this woman in the Hamptons. They started hooking up. They could leave it like that. I just want a little bit more backstory, even though it probably means nothing. She knew Serena's name, though. So I think they... It's like the close quarters of everyone in the Hamptons. Everyone knows each other. Everyone knows everyone's business. So I think yeah. if they don't go into it, I can just assume that they're just running the same circle. Of she did say people. that because, you know, at the white party, she's like, oh, these are in front of my friends. My friends. Mm-hmm. But I also thought that maybe Nate filled her in, like, oh, like during, like, oh, maybe too. sexy like, time. Right. Like, let's not talk about sexy time. And he'd be like, oh, well, I already have a cover for Right, this. I have a cover. Her name, her name is Serena. Name is Serena. Yeah, it could be possible, too. Yeah. Um, the Again, the Lord, I just, is he staying with Eleanor? Does he have his own place he comes and stays in New York? I'm, I want to see more of that. Okay. And then, will Rufy be home? Yeah, when does Rufus come I'm home? still so unsure of this Rufy and Lily situation. <laughs> because to me, I think, again, we're not going to touch it for another five episodes or so. Okay. But until she sees him date someone, like visually see it, mm. then maybe it'll bring back up memories. Or they'll just have a side piece. Okay. And there's no way she's happy with Bart. Like, well, happy, of course. Happy. Right, she's not internally happy she's externally forcing herself to be happy for the sake of a face and her children and money and you know the popularity of it all i think and just like the like we always say like the business transaction of it like this makes sense so obviously we should do it and he apparently likes me a lot more than i like him so it's okay and yeah exactly and then pageant serena i mean i think they're gonna have listen I saw right, the preview, not the preview. We saw like that little snippet of it uh, on the beach. Right. They probably had sex on the beach. Mm. And we'll wake up that morning. So maybe school's not starting just yet. Maybe it's starting like the next day and mm-hmm. they have like one more day in the Hamptons. Because they said that this party was August 30th. So if okay. they're going to keep up with the Joneses, maybe they'll do next, excuse me, next day. Yeah. You know. And maybe they'll talk. Maybe Labor Day, something. And yeah. then we go back to school. So maybe that. That would make more sense. I yeah. just didn't know if we're going to pace it like, oh, my God, next day, or we're going to, like, jump a couple of days, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's... So you think next day, it's... I can I can confirm it's the next day. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah. that's, that's pretty much... Yeah, so it's, you're on the right track. Instead of predictions, it's more like curiosities. Curiosities, definitely. Yeah. So 
with all that, and I know she was very, very a minuscule portion in this episode, but do you have any inkling on who you think potentially is Gossip Girl? I totally forgot Gossip Girl was a thing. I'm not <laughs> even going to lie to you. Through this whole episode, I totally so forgot. So she doesn't exist, maybe. There's a <laughs> Gossip Girl is a right, ghost. Right, because it's not... It's not apparent still. I mean, they're getting the text and being read in the Gossip Girl, like, oh, seen, spotted Serena solo on the beach mm-hmm. and spotted the queen returns, you know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, duh. Like, this little storyteller telling us what's happening. <laughs> and I totally forgot, like, oh, oh shit. That's okay. We're supposed to be figuring out who Gossip Girl is. But you're not, because obviously that's not the focus of all, at all. You know, it's, <laughs> she's, not, she's not an apparent character. I think she's a ghost this episode. She's a ghost. I'm going with a ghost. Love that. That's it. Gigi is ghost. Gigi's ghost. <laughs> and that's it. Gigi is Gigi a ghost. Gigi is a ghost. Yeah. It's valid because really it, she didn't exist. I truly <laughs> forgot. Like she's a made up. See, but that's. She's a bot. She's a bot. Right. But watching this first time around, you literally don't care because as you can see like she's not very apparent in the first season and uh, we come back second season and just again not very apparent and it does become something that they're like oh let's do this like let's just make it you know so I don't think yet we're really going to it definitely happens was Gossip Girl in this episode um or you can't say that (sighs) I can't really say that okay I know I'm pushing a limit here it's Kind of. Well, you're like, kind of. of course she was in this episode because she spoke. Right. Like she right. spoke. It's a cop out of a. It is. But. It's she's DC, always there. It? She's always there. She's always there. <laughs> Watch it. Some like. It's hard doll to say. In the background or something. Ooh, that's, it's, it's Cedric. His cabbage patch. It's really creepy. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So. All right. Okay. Gossip Girl's a ghost this week. But that's it. maybe next week she'll be someone else. Yeah. If not the person, you at least can predict who you think is feeding Gossip Girl information. Because at this point, like I said, watching it first time around, you were like, okay, so Gossip Girl is, you know, writing about them. But it doesn't become the thing until, like, later mm-hmm. on. Okay. Right. Yeah, so it's it's appropriate and understandable that it wasn't even on your radar. Because I'm sure first time around, too, I watched it and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, that right. Person this is, is a thing. This is a thing. Because yeah. it's not a thing yet. It's not a thing. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. So okay. I'm just giving you that, like, preface of, like, yeah. don't worry if it didn't come to your mind because yeah. it didn't come to anyone else's okay. mind either. Okay. Good to Yeah. Know. I think cool. that was just a thing they were like, let's just play on this. This is kind of fun. Yeah. So as we know, in the books, our friend Sean told us it's not even a thing at all. Yeah. Like, it's just a like a blog and yeah that's it so yeah yeah well that is a wrap for season two episode one wow we're back we're back I'm very it feels excited. good it feels good to be in the realm of gossip girl yes it does and discussing it with michelle who has no idea what's to come for the rest of the series so you guys let us know your thoughts and feelings. Next week, we'll definitely reach out and ask you guys for your questions and comments. We kind of just wanted to come back and like just have a conversation about the episode. And then next week, we'll incorporate you guys. We definitely want to hear from you. We love getting comments, questions, emails, whatever you want to send us. 
We want to talk about Gossip Girl. And if you're new, let us know your theories because, again, Michelle's in the dark, so she has no idea. And, of course, if you're an OG, I will feed through them. Please don't send them our <laughs> Michelle's <laughs> way. You can DM me. You can DM our, you know, the network, um, the Gossip Girl podcast. I mean, the Gossip Girl Instagram or Twitter, not the network because Michelle will go on there. So uh, just three Gossip Girl pod pretty much everywhere. And we're three guys we got pot on Gmail. So if you want to email us, do that too. And we love you. And you can check out our Patreon page if you'd like. You can give us some support. No pressure. But it's a fun time. We just started doing audio commentary again, yeah. guys. So um it's a throwback. Gonna, it's a, it is a throwback and it's fun. And we're excited to bring that back because it's so simple. We don't know why we weren't doing it to begin with. And if you guys want it, we're gonna we're gonna give it to you. So um, we hope you check that out and on to next week. I can't believe it. Wow. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. Girls.